So our little group has been kicking around the new Lost Omens character guide, which has a bunch of fun stuff. Wait, what is that? It's the Lost Omens character guide. Well, uh, I have no idea what this oh, is. Oh, so the company that makes the game we play, Sean, yes, uh-huh. Izo, right. they occasionally release products. Oh, um, so... Uh, so I was not told about this. I thought that that big book that we bought initially would be it. That right. Would be, as far as far as you need, yeah, it'll yes. be okay. <laughs> okay. I know reading is not really your thing. No, um, you know I got I've got a lot of stuff going on, guys. Right. I I can't right. be bothered. So there are additional rules in this thing. Rules, characters, backgrounds, oh, all sorts of fun stuff. Stuff for clerics. Uh, that? yeah, actually. Well, shoot, somebody ought to. Purchase me a legal copy and <laughs> and give it to me I, in some manner. Some new races, too, like lizard folk. Oh, awesome. Gavin, what was the other ones? There's a lizard folk, cool. leshy, and hobgoblin. Leshy. Fox a leshy. Uh, there's small um, plant people, such as uh, they can be made out of tree bark, they can be made out of fungus and leaves. You, you know, I've always hated gnomes, and that sounds like one step worse. What a terrible <laughs> damn thing to do. How do they smoke? Is it me- a mellow high? Yes. Oh, oh wow. cool. Exactly. That, that, I cast they make a really good stew. Out. I'm a cannabis leshy. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> I'm a cannabis leshy. <laughs> it's just for medicinal. I'm a medicinal leshy. No that's, that's leshy, no cry. <laughs> yeah, it's going to happen. Is apparently you know half of our fan base are very pro leshy. We're going to get a lot of <laughs> a lot of uh, 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 back. Uh, what do you call it? I mean, if I words are hard. If I knew that, I will cosplay the fuck out of Leshy to keep all of you happy. Alternate characters, Leshies. Leshy actually have the the small size trait, so they actually all are small figures, and so they have all the bonuses and penalties that come with that, Mm. just like gnomes. Oh, those little burrowing bastards! (laughs) So anyway, weird ass hair and shit. Those go in the those go in the trash. Sean's rampant racism of. Boy, I've always hated gnomes. They're not from here, you know. They've got that long nose. Now, it could just be the people I play with, but I kind of feel there's always been a bias against gnomes in Pathfinder, which is is just well, and well, right. Well, well justified. But I, I've just always noticed that. Even at cons, people oh, are like, yeah. Ugh. I've got a gnome. I'm gnomes. like, I'm going to another table. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, to, to digress, like all the, all the races got a couple extra things, mm-hmm. different classes. Alder took a level five thing uh, yeah. if we ever Ooh. make it that far no oh. uh, I, was, I, was, I just looked down at my level i'm like shit did i forget to level my character <laughs> so yeah a lot of the human ones are kind of tied to the setting a lot and they have certain uh you know ethnicity and it's like geographic, and geographic and, requirements mm-hmm. which you know could be fudged i noticed that enough, too but some of them are some of them are pretty <laughs> strong fellow human <laughs> hello human speaking of Something that isn't relevant for anyone at the table, but elves actually got a... You, you say that like it's just starting now. <laughs> well, elves got a really interesting ancestry mm-hmm. where uh, it is an ancestry, so you have to pick it at level one, you know, in character creation. But you start with a multi-class archetype, oh, nice. which is really interesting because it seems like, you know, at first when we start looking at multi-class archetypes, it's like, wow, these are... He's a little nerfed from before, but now seeing other ways that you can get into multi-classes, like, for example, the human racial feat that you can just pick another multi-class archetype, even if you don't qualify for it, even if you haven't taken the two feats from your other. And if you're a half-elf, you don't have to meet the ability score requirements. Nice. So those are, you know, I'm, I'm kind of curious to see where multi-classing goes a little longer term hmm. for the edition. Let's break it wide open, boys. Uh, yeah, I, all I'm saying is there's a lot of really cool, fun stuff. I think this is the first Splat book people have really been looking forward to. Mm-hmm. Lost Omens World Guide had some neat stuff, but it was mostly an update to what's going on in Galarian with a couple of character options. So if you're really looking for some more character stuff, this is the first book you should pick up. Mm-hmm. I might have to check that out. I mean, you know, I've got to be honest, I've always had a soft spot in my heart for um, Lizardmen. So lizard folk, I think, is what they go by. That sounds like a cool character. They eat gnomes, don't they? Uh, you know, all, all right-thinking uh, people win, should win. What's that? Win-win. Yeah, I was gonna say, let's do it. Prime up. Mmm, delicious. <laughs> well, that's where you end that right there. It, on that note, it'd be nice to have another, or it'd be nice to have a character who wasn't human in the party. Nah, <laughs> nah. <laughs> nah. <laughs> I'm not gonna. St- Starting to go down the path there. Because tieflings don't exist, and we've had this conversation. Elves are like the Degrassi of diversity. This is the Adventurer's Vault. 
follow our epic journeys and hear amazing tales. Join our heroes as they bravely face grave dangers and mysterious evils in distant and unknown lands. Be sure to visit our website, theadventuresvault.com, for episodes, links, and show notes. Music and sounds provided by Sirenscape. And now, it's time to open The Adventurer's Vault. Now, if you recall, when we last left our party, they were in the middle of a long fight, long combat, while the ritual going on in this very large room, negative energy filling the room slowly in a liquid state, bodies falling like crazy in a ritualistic manner around the room. Across the room is a uh, is a possible pirate that maybe somebody you guys are looking for who seems to be trying to make her way out with another female figure who she has rescued from one of these stone slabs in the room. The uh, earth is now shaking, thanks to Father Becker, who is communing with his god and uh, <laughs> apparently is making something of an earthquake while he's doing it. Haytham, let's see, you're running around the room murdering people, I believe, that are... Uh, one person. Completely singular. two. Completely two. There, there's I one. I didn't run when I did singular. that, though. <laughs> one singular yeah. victim. Do you know, I, I seem to recall I got a lot of grief from merely <laughs> taking the possessions of someone who had expired as opposed to murdering them in cold blood. I don't know we'll if murdered We'll talk about this later, blood. but yeah, that we're seems... having a conversation. So what you, what you say is... We're going to discuss this later. We'll deal with it later. Let's talk about that later. I forgot your catchphrase. We'll We'll deal with that later. So as the victims are filling the room with more negative energy, it is rising, and uh, some more uh, spiders have crawled out of this negative energy to oppose you. Uh, There's also a big splash over on the side here. And I believe when we left off, it was going to be Alder's turn. And uh, you you had some big grand plan here. So let's see what you got in store. So the dice represent where the splash is, correct? Yeah, that is negative energy that's kind of splashed out and moving back in. Okay. Uh, so Alder is like, Assyrian, grab the father. Hatham, we need to get out of here. And like, you see Alder tear the hell off running. Possibly faster than you've ever seen him go. So it's like Scooby-Doo where your feet spin. Like literally, like he runs... And he's going so fast, he, like, runs up on the wall a little bit, comes down, skirts the outside, and he is almost in the exact same spot he was in on the other side of the room. So, like, a little parkour move over as you go around the corner there? Which essentially is 105 feet of movement. That's a long way. Sounds cheaty. Whatever. Everyone who also has magical abilities and I don't. (laughs) His magical ability is he runs fast. He's forced. Yeah, I'm so OP. You're you're forced to go. Yeah, just wait till I get haste eventually. Yeah, that would be pretty tight. Cast it on him. See him do that. So at that point, he's about twenty feet away uh, from her, and he's like, "Lena, no time to explain. We're friends. We gotta get out of here." She, I mean, she looks at you like an almost stunned fashion, you know, but her eyes widen. She seems a little confused, but. Whatever, like six seconds of dialogue yeah. I can get, be like that, that was pretty much her dialogue. She's like, "What the fuck, Lena? We're friends. We gotta go." <laughs> all right, who is after Alder? That was all three of his actions. It goes Father Becker. All right, <clears throat> so, well, gentlemen, it has been a pleasure. Not really, actually. <laughs> there have been many bruises and injuries and insults and distrust. Why do I travel with you people? Really, I, uh, I, I, I continue to spread my arms wide. And I just burn all three actions going as deep into the, com- the the communication with my God or the commune with my God as I can. I'm just like, you know, bring on the pain. All right. Give Da-da. me a will save. Da-da. Oh, I'd really like to make this will save. Do I have any hero points? Technically, we start each episode of the hero points oh. a little different than the uh, uh-huh. the normal system since we're, we're doing this a little different. How about higher hey. than before? 28. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Dead. <laughs> Congratulations, Sean. You succeeded uh, in killing your character. The DC was a 29. 30. Oh, oh no. Oh, gosh. Take 4D100 damage. So um, here's what happens to you, Father Becker. Uh-huh. You completely lose track of all of your senses other than what you're feeling with your connection with, with the God. Mm-hmm. So at this point in time, you are, uh, you've essentially blacked out mm-hmm. as far as you know. Uh, you don't know what's going on in the room. Okay. You're not seeing anything or hearing anything. It's almost like you are mentally journeying, journeying down a tunnel. Mm-hmm. So all you see is like alternating light and darkness. It's like the um, the good 
version of Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory oh, yeah. when they're going through uh-huh. the tunnel mm-hmm. and there's all these like visions and you realize that like you're seeing these flashes of things here and there and some of them are terrible and some of them are okay but you, you're seeing things you're seeing maybe little pieces of history mm, interesting uh, so this is what you see and by the way it's excruciating sure um, you are, I mean, you, you feel like maybe you're almost getting ready to lose your tether on reality mm-hmm. as this is happening. This could be it. My mind is finally going to break. So that's what you experience. Mm-hmm. Everybody else in the room, that earthquake that you're kind of feeling, the, the, the good solid tremor gets violent, violent earthquakes. So everybody give me a reflex save. Everybody except the Father Decker. Ooh, there we go. Let's roll around the C of D6s and. <laughs> there are 17 of them in that box. Reflex. You could take yes. them out of the box. No, I like them in there all of a sudden. <laughs> 22. All right. What'd you get older? 28. Jules. 30. Okay. Damn. Uh, you, guys re- you guys keep your feet, uh, but it's not easy. Uh, this this is about shit is falling everywhere. Like now, now the cracks are getting bigger to the point where you think there's some of them almost big enough that you would have to jump over. The room is almost trying to split into rocks are falling. Fortunately, nothing hits you directly. But there, and when I say rocks, I mean boulders. The room is coming apart. A couple of them actually would have hit in the middle, but you see the negative energy kind of burst up and push them off to the side and out of the way. It, it is it is genuinely violent in this room. It's just. It's pretty incredible. So that is that's what's happening uh, with with Father Becker. Uh. <laughs> no, uh, that that was my three actions. Yeah. Burning down the house. So who's next? Goes to Ashirian. So Ashirian's going to turn around and uh, hop back up the uh, area right. up there. Good and give me an athletic check. It's a little easier for you. What's the total? Athletics. Well, that'll be 16. Oh, that's plenty. Yeah, yeah. You don't even use any extra movement doing it. You, you, It's a little easier for you because, you know, you've got... Okay, I'm going to try and scoop up Father Becker. Okay. Just grab him. Uh, give me another athletics check. Ooh. Uh, well, how about a 31? Yeah, like, you know, I, yeah, absolutely. Like, at this point in time, you've not just grabbed him, but you've, like, got him clean over your shoulder. Uh, you know, you just kind of tackle him. He is on your shoulder. Oh, so, on my shoulder? Yeah, I mean, like, you know, you've got him up over. Okay. Can you carry him like a little baby? <laughs> <laughs> rock a bye backer. Well, that oh. would be delightful. And uh, I believe that's just two actions for you, so. It's just two? Mm-hmm. All right, I'm going to move over to uh, closer to the direction where Haytham is. Uh, so you get over to say, like, there. I'll give you yeah. one diagonal. Mm-hmm. All right, so you are there carrying the good father Becker. And, and uh, I, I, like, reach out one hand to Haytham and just, get on! Come with me if you want to live. Oh, I've been waiting so long to say it. You, you got a chance before I did. Get to the ogre. <laughs> All right. Here we go. So who goes after Shirian? Goes to Haytham. Haytham. Well, I mean, that's a bad time for you to be like, come with me, but I can't move. Yeah. So now when you I'm going like, to move ahead. Yeah, you got <laughs> like 75 feet. Yeah. I'm a, yeah, that's uh, yeah, twenty-five go, there. Go right through the uh, negative energy. Yeah, see gonna, what happens. Three. I'm gonna use all three actions to. So, that's uh, second moves to do, or you want for your third, as you Scooby Doo across the room as well. What's your HP situation? Seventeen. I have another. Oh, put it in his hand. I have another Juggernaut mutagen, which could give you ten temp HP if you think you'd need it. Uh, well, my options are currently uh, take the Juggernaut and sprint through the negative energy it doesn't do 27 damage you can try to squeeze into those squares that don't have you guys could have gone the other way it would have split the party but you could have escaped well don't the bad guys go yeah they're next so maybe that stuff will splash back the other way because there's a lot of violent movement fingers crossed we think that's likely and the spider doesn't seem to be pretty random the violence they seem to be pretty random like that's Mm -hmm. maybe what one of my die rolls i see the big one Mm-hmm. Heavy the big metal one that always makes the thing ring. That's not a terrible position to be in. I will say before I, I do the move, I will hand. So for an action, you hand it off him, to yeah. him. Yeah. Okay. okay. Unless I can feed it to him. Instead. No, not really. Okay. Okay. Then yeah, I'll I'll hand off that juggernaut mutagen instead of taking your your enlarged hand. hand. Yeah. <laughs> I'll like like a. <laughs> Like a can of Molson and Andre the Giant's fists <laughs> give you that <laughs> that mutagen. All right, so that's your three actions. Then you handed it off. Move, move. Yep. And uh, then it is the bad guy's turn, huh? Yeah. All right. So Froggy went to Corton. He did right. That's a spider, actually, but it, it's a, it's a frog miniature because it's fun. So Spider went to Corton and he did bite. Yes. Uh huh. Spider over there. 
Spider over there. Spider moves actually it would have been the other way around, but you get the idea. And so it actually comes all the way over this way. Oh. So the negative energy again splashes around. It seems to head off this way. Like so. Uh, a little bit left drained over in this area here. And then let's see. So we have one, two, oh, sorry. So there are seven bodies that have been stabbed and are draining and their blood and it's being converted to negative energy and it's filling the pool. So with that, Asherian, your friend Entheol, you can see that he's still grimacing. He is not liking his options uh, as he's kind of uh, staring around the room. So, but he goes ahead and turns, uh, dematerializes again, comes across the room and stands uh, over here by where you guys were and stabs this victim here with another dagger. And uh, But with this time, before he dematerializes and heads back to the middle, he looks over at you and uh, you hear him say, You are too late, old friend. You are too late. You can't stop it now. God damn it. You know, I would like to make a right decision one time. I'm not sure we made a wrong one, Sean. So You know what, though? If, maybe if we'd all spread out and each tried to work on a rope, we could have freed enough of them uh, before they got the critical number. I, I'm not sure them being on... I think if he like if they're on the floor, he can just teleport and stab them anyway. I mean, maybe. Like, but I, I mean, like the only way we really could have defeated them is just murdered everyone. And that's... Isn't that just as shitty? I mean, maybe. I, I don't know. I just like, I'd I, like I, to... I don't think you can be defeated by plot. Uh, when Entheol says that, Asherian looks at him and says, I told you not to miss this one. Okay. Um, so that is uh, my bad guys, other than to say that the pool of negative energy has now expanded fully into the next set of squares on that second level. There's nobody down there, but this next set is completely full now. And you can see it's rising even faster. So who is after that? So I believe Lena would go at that point, right? Oh, yeah, she does. So she she's moving... She makes it about there, I'd say. And um, actually, she, because she has a character sheet. Does she have a theme, like a music that we can play? Like Sir mix Maybe she likes big butts and she cannot lie. We'd have a lot to talk about. Mm -hmm. So <laughs> um, actually, before she moves, she casts a spell. You, you got what I need. <laughs> Please give me some healing. <laughs> oh, God, that was awful rolling. That was a little bit better. Um, I'm down on HP. <laughs> That's funny. Um, uh, write that down. So as she was over here, she shot a lightning bolt. Interesting. Okay. Uh, it hits these two spiders here. Oh, yeah, she is a druid. Okay. She and um, I think that might be... That might have been player. Meta, that might have been That's player, player knowledge. knowledge versus character knowledge. Although you're going to find it out soon. Because um, well, I'm, I mean, I'm close enough now. If she smells really bad... <laughs> Like she doesn't use shampoo or well, she so, has like an animal crap that doesn't really work. Yeah, she has yeah. like an animal companion of the sea. Like, yeah, she got a Pokemon. It's not like mm. super. Her hair's all dreadlocky. She's got a, she yeah, she's a boss in a gym. You get a badge if you whip her. Yeah, and then Excuse she me. she moves some distance uh, heading towards the exit. Captain Lena. It's nice to meet you. Yeah, man, I see you do the bad thing. <laughs> oh, all right. Okay, R. Kelly. Jesus Christ. R. Kelly does not sound Jamaican. What the fuck? What the fuck? I wasn't going off of the, the Jamaican. I was going off the fact of beating your wife. No. <laughs> I think they meant wow. the Pokemon, Jim. Wow. <laughs> I missed right. I missed something somewhere. You, well, so. he said if you beat her, then you... <laughs> Everybody yeah. rewind the tape. We got to look at it. You would get a badge if you beat her. She is a Pokemon gym leader. I Oh, I didn't say beat her. This, that, I did. This has gone to really weird places, I, even I for us. I didn't take it weird. I hope I edit this one. <laughs> this will be easy. <laughs> just I, leave it all in. Delete episode. <laughs> I know nothing about Pokemon, and I was like, I understand what you just said. You <laughs> laugh, but I've like taken a five-minute chunk out before. And been like, this is just awful. There's like, so much racism in just yeah. one little None of this chunk. is usable. Alder, uh, I believe it is your turn, so... Uh, um. Grab a cultist on the way out. Oh, she does say to you, she's like, fine, follow me. I know the way out. It's the giant door, isn't it? The hallway. Here's here's Alder's issue as it stands. There's like three spiders there, and I know hate them slow on health. Um, so I don't know how to make it easier. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you go before they go. Yeah, I was going to say, and, and they don't yeah. appear to have, uh, they don't appear to be able to attack. He can go right around them and run out. So here's what's going to happen. So sure, and they might need the help. 
Um, Alder is going to attack twice. Okay. Um, 24. That hits. Uh, five. So shit. Only um, eight points of damage. That's enough. Oh. That one got hey. lightning bolted. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. Did they both get lightning bolted? Uh, these two here. So the one in front of you and the one further over managed to get both of those. So actually that works out because I was going to hit twice and hold the door. But that works actually. Okay. So I'm going to run up. Hold the door. And try to hit that one. Oh. Too soon? Uh, <laughs> that's a 23. That hits. Hey. I don't know uh, if it's too six, soon. Nine points, eight, eight points of damage. Okay. Nine, that, nine. Uh, that one, yep, that's gone too. Yep, yep, all right. Come on, Atham, don't worry about it, run! All right, uh, that's three actions for Alder, so we go to, uh, it's Father Becker's turn. Hey, Father Becker, right, uh, you don't know roof. what's happening. Yeah, if it if I I'm sure, but that said, I'm going to try to keep that that, no, I that mean, thing you, open. You are in that. You're, you're yeah. basically in a fugue state at right. this point, Dan. So you don't get any actions. As a matter of fact, you've lost track of time. Yeah, I got it. So you're you, one. You with, don't know what's happening. You're one with your to, gods. How about one little snippet of vision, just to give us a little taste we're of what gonna, I'm we're going to get there. Okay, right. we're going to get there. Um, I'm going to come out as the goddamn three-eyed raven. This is going to suck. <laughs> I'm going to get stuck in a tree or eventually rule the Iron Kingdom. So I guess that'd be okay. That's, so, this one's not so bad. So is sure it'll have to carry you around the whole time? <laughs> That's right. Yeah, that, sounds, come Hodor. that sounds riveting. Let's mm-hmm. <laughs> get you a little sled. Uh, speaking of Asherian, I got to pee again. So I, I believe it's your turn, Asherian. <laughs> okay, so there's one of these things in the way. There is a spider right there. You know what you do? Kick it like a football. Just pop. Well, you see... You're a monk. Shove it out of the way. Yeah, my options are either to see the rules for pushing it out of the way, or alternatively, the rules for just hopping it's over. An athletics it. check versus its fort DC, because it's not really all that corporeal. So, <laughs> yeah, what are you saying to shove it out of the way? I wonder if you can just walk through, through, it, through it, take the AOA. And you guys have been hitting them, and they seem mostly corporeal. They're they're formed together. Screw it. I'll go for the athletics to shove it out of the way. Okay, yeah, right off the ledge. Mm. Jesus. Going to be at 16. So probably. that is enough to move five feet. That's all you need. Yeah, yep, that's all yep. I need. Get it out of there. So you shove it to there. I'm Keep assuming. on keeping on. And then I'm moving 50 in a straight line. <laughs> Wait, how many? One, five, six, Two six, movements. Seven. I thought he said 15. Eight. No, no. 15. Oh, okay, yeah. That makes more sense. And so you can essentially be to there if you run. Wog. And you move around the room. So you've made it to the far corner uh, just past Haytham. Uh, you kind of have to like step around him as you go around the corner. Just pick another athletic check, shove him into the thing. And then I, I believe, hate them, it's your turn. Okay. Just run, man. You can just I'm go gonna, between my legs. Yeah, I'm going to go two, two actions for movement, and I'll run around the corner, duck under Sheeran's legs, and uh, where are here? Punch him in the junk. Don't look up. I mean, if you wanted to attack once before you go, you can. There's, there's space. I don't know. I'm going to get over here, and uh, the whole way I'm. Uh, just mutter an incantation. Uh, at this point, you won't be able to get past her. This nar- this, oh, okay. this is a fairly narrow passageway. Uh, oh yeah, let's see athletics. Uh, <laughs> Move, bitch! Get out of this way. Like, yeah. you can get in this passageway, but it's going to be tight for you. I'll move up there, like I hate them. Puts his back up against the wall, like mutters an incantation, kind of sparks, and then shield. All right, hate them. Cast shield. Move, uh, that's probably just actually two actions, isn't it? Or it's shield. Shield is one shield action. Shield is one action. Well, and then you only moved from here, so one, two, three, four. I guess that is two moves, yeah. isn't it? So you could be like, shit, right there if you wanted to get ready to go down the well, But if if it's only the difference between like five it's or five ten feet. feet, if I'm still in You the, could have taken an attack and still done all that and only been five feet different. I could be there. Yeah. And Good enough. cast shield. Okay. Um, I could draw and throw a bomb as an action. You can. At the spider. So I think I'll do that with one of my last acid flasks. Uh, it's yeah. a total of 20. That hits. All right. So that'd be five damage now and then persistent later. Okay. Uh, which one were you hitting? Oh, the closest one. Does that splash? Uh, yeah, but I can choose to only make it splash on the target. Okay. All right. So that is your three turns and it goes to the bad guys. Um, May I ask a question? Yeah, sure. Sorry to interrupt. What's the condition of the room? Still violently shaking. Well, you don't know this, but yeah, it, it's 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 awful. Like yeah. this is this is the um, this is the scene in the movies where shit is collapsing. Are any of those like shaking. those those slabs that people are laying on? Are they are they cracking? Are they falling? Or is anything like that occurring? <laughs> Not exactly yet. Um, actually, let's let's roll some random dice here. 
Let's see how unlucky we get, or lucky depending on the case. That is, that's just a 20, and then we'll do. So um, over here, this, this one here, like a big piece of ceiling collapses and squishes, like literally just falls on the person. That's happening uh -huh. around the room, by the way, but that's the only one that actually hits somebody. So actually, go ahead and the rest of you now, because it's the bad guys next anyway, so this is gonna happen now. So reflex saves from everybody, please. Damn. Nice roll. You're good. Yeah. As, Off the D6. Ashirian mm -hmm. is right. trying to hold Father Becker like. They're like yeah. jewels. You've got him. a good grip on him. Well, no, I'm just hurdling him uh, in under my chest so that mm -hmm. way something does fall, it'll hit me instead of Father Becker. Good, good. I like the way you think. <laughs> Nat one. Nat one. Mm. All righty. Well, uh, you've now fallen on me. Uh, you, hey, one. can I give a hero point? Well, it's. I mean, if, yeah, sure, why not? If you want to reroll that. But. Yeah, do it. God damn it! That too. We've been. That's how many times that happened. Here's the deal. Anytime I rerolled these so far, a couple sessions, it's been like worth it. Yeah. You guys <laughs> can't roll consistently. Uh, Ashirian, you are in half I, movement. I'm, for... I'm. I'm getting rid of my of my last hero point. Okay. But you had a hero point. No. But yeah. Remember, you only start with each one. You don't. They don't hold over anymore. Oh, okay. Well, but one person had he already used his that he got at the start of this session. Had no. you? Okay. So go ahead. There we go. That's a lot better. That's going to be a twenty-two. All right. So you are you're okay. You you take it. Uh, some spiders are going to move over. For the record, I got a twenty-three. Okay. Uh, Alder, you got a twenty-eight. All right. So yeah, you guys are good. You see your friend Enthiel come over to this oh, side and stab another Enthiel, person. You piece of shit. Your friend sucks. Or I feel like yeah, this moves. Now on. he's how, just... how are you possibly ever defending him? Ever. I feel like now he's just stabbing them to to be. He's stabbing westward. Just <laughs> good band name. <laughs> he's stabbing them just for the sake of stabbing them. Um, and at this point, the entire second ring has now filled with yeah. negative energy. And once again, the rate of this rise is increasing, especially now that more people are being stabbed and more negative energy is pouring into the room. And uh, Miss Clay over here, we're going to put her down the hallway quite a little bit. As she scurries further and further away, and uh, that is my turn, other than to say that the violent shaking is getting all kinds of vicious and nasty, and the room is just literally almost being torn apart. And there's actually times where you guys, uh, if you're looking around, you see as like cracks start to form, the, the pool of negative energy is almost like grasping the sides and almost like it's holding it together in some places. Uh, as it starts to try to twist and move, and you see this stress is being pulled one way and the other, uh, as you see two very powerful forces wrestle against each other. And uh, as that's my turn, so I believe Alder's next. You can't uh, delay initiative, right? Um, I mean, you can. Okay, I'm going to. You're delaying? Okay. Uh, Father Becker. I'm Fugue State. Oh, yep, you are out. Uh, Ashirian. Okay, uh, I'm going to move up close to the door, as close as I can get, I believe. You can head in there. Now, can Stop, he please. squeeze with the father, or does he need to pass him off to me? I, I was going to pass him off to you. That's anyways, fine. Or I mean, not Shireen, Alder. You can, you can power your way through this. You're just going to be a little reduced movement. Uh, yeah, I'm just I'm handing him off to Alder. Okay. That way we're not trying to. All right. I mean, it's going to be a little tough for you to make it through here when you're large anyway. But I know. Well, that's why I'm handing it off to okay. him, so I'm not trying to do both. All right, so you you unceremoniously drop Father Becker to the ground. I hand him to Alder, like I said. Carefully dump him like a sack of potatoes. Okay, soft, soft. Uh, so that's basically just a move to get there, a move to, to gingerly lay Father Becker in the arms of the waiting Alder. Mm -hmm. In the arms I was waiting. of the, the Alder. <laughs> <laughs> so, and then I'm uh, going to try and get in there. All right, so yeah, you can. Oh, so Father Becker is now here. You can get to like about there. Okay. And we go to Haytham next. Okay. Seems like the spiders are not of any particular threat anymore. Get the fuck out. So, yep. I'm going to... They're having trouble moving at this point. Little eight-armed bastards who fuck you, spiders. I'm going to duck under his <laughs> legs again and move as far as I can. Like, Haytham Hallwood, nice to make your acquaintance, Lady Clay, is it? So I've got, like, the father, like, on my shoulder. And I look back toward the middle... 
And I'm like, Entheo, this seals our bargain. And I throw the father in. Knew it would come from someone. Wasn't sure exactly who. So, uh, Alder, I take it you come out of delay and you're going to head down the passageway. But I do look back at the ones in the middle like, this isn't over. My hate lasts a long time. And yeah. Down the uh, yeah, down the chute. All right. At that point, we're going to essentially drop out of initiative as you guys have left the room. Um, so here's what happens. You guys go a little ways down the tunnel, maybe 50 feet, and it branches off in several directions. And uh, Lena, uh, Miss Clay, she she knows where to go. She's like, this way, lads. And she darts down one of the tunnels. Now, you guys think very hard down the tunnel. Good day, listeners. This is Saul Carvey, broadsending for Kasserat Public Radio, beaming around the globe from the Hellspire Tower in downtown Kasserat, bringing you the rest of history. Civility and decency are often the first casualties of war. The horrible nature of battles and moral flexibility often required by strategy often takes a toll on many soldiers. Commanders often navigate a slippery moral slope. The gods' war was no different. And indeed, had it not been for one man of unwavering devotion, a great many souls may have been lost from the causes of good. A great man of simple origins, a farmer turned priest. His church was the outdoors, and his congregation was any who would listen to his fables. A man who spent his entire life traveling and learning all he could from any who would teach. Great teachers are great students, he would say. Already old by the time of the gods' war, and of no great strength in arms, the old man wandered the camps, tending to the wounded and consoling those in need, and spreading his fables at every gathering he could find. Tireless and unwavering, his counsel was sought by even the mightiest of the commanders, not for strategy and tactics, but to ensure that the cause of good and righteousness remained at the center of every difficult decision. Thus the name of Abrapfia was granted to a great land, a lasting reminder of the one who knew that greatness lies not with the size of the deed, but the devotion and sacrifice put into each small act. And now you know the rest of history. Good day. Yumi's got you down. Get out of my shop! Tired of them trying to wear or eat your precious bits or fluids? We're getting low on cobalt color. Come on down to the only place where the cobalt can shop free of worry, because it's in that cave. That's right, Cave Mart is now open for business. You may have heard about it burning down, but come on, it's a cave. And we can always find new employees. Don't let fear of going outside stop you from where great bargains can be found. Come on down to Cave Mart, where we have cobalt cola half off. Wait, what? She knows where to go. She's like, this way, lads. And she darts down one of the tunnels. Now, you guys don't get very far down the tunnel, and it's no longer man-made. Now, it kind of opens up into, uh, you know, what is more of a traditional cave. And you see that this is, um, actually, you hate them. Give me a, I'll give you a free uh, knowledge academia. Ooh. A roll? Yeah, go ahead. Is that to say? Mm-hmm. Okay. We'll see. 27. All right. Nice. You know, you don't know a lot about geology. It may not be your main focus of study, <laughs> but but you're pretty certain that um, these are uh, th- these are just tubes that were made from when this area was probably slightly underwater. The, this is areas where the the underwater table has eaten it away, and at some point in time receded a little bit to expose these. You've you've heard of these they're before. N- they're natural formations. It, it's natural. Yes. It, it's very natural, and you can see like you see the spot where they quit making it and where they linked up with these tunnels, and you very it's very noticeable. But mm-hmm. you end up with a network of almost of a, a maze of these tubes, uh, tube-like caverns. Know a lot about geology. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. Where He's not going on. That was it. That was yeah, the one. That's it. It's very specialized education. Uh, so once again, she knows... She, she knows walked ex- away anyway. She knows exactly <laughs> where to go. And as you guys get further away uh, from the room... Uh, you, the earthquake is still happening, mm-hmm. uh, but it's no longer affecting you quite so much. So you're still feeling the tremor of it, and there's still you know rocks falling, um, and you guys are very hurried to get out of here. So they feel that it is still going on back there. It's just not they're far enough away. Well, it, it, so the the earthquake per se is still happening. You're just getting further from the epicenter. Right. Okay, but it's still occurring back there. You you believe? Hopefully, yeah, still tearing up that room. 
is what I'm hoping. Yes. So, um, and here's what happens, Father Becker. You start to you start to come out of it. Uh, so, like your 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 hearing returns, and you're hearing voices and people shouting, um, and your your eyes kind of open. And you know, like if you if you come out of it, you you have that moment of disorientation. That is that is what is is happening to you, and you're being carried by Alder. It takes you a moment to recognize him, uh, but you are in a a cave like structure. Uh, you are you are being carried uh, by uh, by your friend Alder here. And whoa, whoa. <laughs> well, you've been carrying him. <laughs> by my traveling companion? Yep. You've, been, uh, you've been carrying him the whole podcast. What's the oh, oh, motherfucker. Oh. Who brought down the goddamn room, motherfucker? <laughs> uh, but you have this, like, vague memory. Mm-hmm. And, like, it takes you a moment before you recognize Alder, because for a moment he looked like somebody else. Mm-hmm. He, he had this, this vague appearance of another... I don't want to say person, but another another entity. And this person was somebody very close to you, somebody you were connected to. Mm-hmm. And as it fades away and you realize that it's Alder, you realize that this other person is dead. This other being is no longer there and that this was just a memory. You are, you were dead. You, you were, you're, you're dead. No. Wait a minute. You're, you're, you're all, Alder? Yes. No, you. Yes, that's me. Keep walking. You're dead. <laughs> you better hope not. <laughs> no, wait, you're not. You were dead? Wait a minute. Where am I? Father Becker seems a little confused, but you mm-hmm. think he might be able to kind of walk along under yeah, his own power. I can walk. I can walk. And and you're going to be confused for a little bit, but yeah. you, you your things are coming back to you pretty quickly, so you kind of understand the urgency to, uh, to get out of here. But Lena very deftly... Uh, maneuvers you through without any hesitation. She knows exactly where to go. But as you guys are doing it, you're very quickly lost. Uh, This is quite the maze of tunnels, but she knows exactly uh, where to go and get out of here. I'm just, occasionally I'm looking behind, like I'm bringing up the rear, sort out, just keeping an eye on things. And we just won't talk about light sources. (laughs) (laughs) Well, his Um, light wouldn't have necessarily gone away. It doesn't go away. Yeah, it lasts until I rest again. So, um... So it takes you guys a little bit, probably in the neighborhood of 10 minutes, and you guys uh, emerge from the catacombs, and you hear just off in the distance the sound of waves as you guys realize that you're not far from the ocean. Um, you remember New Hope isn't actually very far from the, the ocean to the north of where you are. You can't quite see it, uh, but you know that it's not far away. You can sm- smell the sea breeze. The tremor, you still feel it. Uh, it is happening, and it's not light by any means. Um but once again, no negative effects, and you just tell the ground is shaking. This is a full-on, full-on earthquake. Uh, with that, um, uh, Lena, she she looks at she goes, "No, no time for now. Quick, run, run towards the ocean, run towards the sea. We got to get out of here." Um, at this point in time, the human female that she has been carrying is now kind of like Father Becker, snapping out of it just a little bit. Still seems to be very confused, but instead of being fully carried, she's kind of the the one arm half carry and she's stumbling along under her own power uh, to a certain degree and she continues to move as quickly as she can towards the towards the ocean or the sea Alder grabs her and looks at Lena and says whatever you're going to do you'll probably need both hands do it she says we, we need to be quick I don't know what's happening but nothing good is happening back there no shit <laughs> it was it was dead but it was a long time ago what are you babbling about now? Long time ago. Long, yes. So Quite some time ago. He stared into the abyss it, and it stared back. It is Clearly. About another 15 minutes pass as you guys are hurrying your way to the, the, the beach. And you guys are almost there. You can see the waterline now. You're, you're, you're basically there. You're just not quite uh, into the edge of the water. When the, the earthquake that has been, you know, getting a little less and a little less as you get further and further from the epicenter, suddenly, like, the entire ground in your entire area almost convulses and throws itself into the floor. So everybody, give me a reflex save. <sighs> yeah, that's the one. How about yeah. a 19? Fail. 11. Fail. Fail. What'd you get? Uh, 13. Uh, what'd it, you get? 21. Fail. If it matters, the die was a nat 1. I got a nat 2. Um, so oh, no, I'm sorry. Wow, okay. That was a 17. 
Okay. That looked like from there, it looked like a one. So you guys are violently thrown to the ground when this happens. And it, you don't even know if you're violently thrown to the ground or so much as the ground violently throws you. But this is like the earth is buckling to some degree. Uh, it is six damage. Everybody takes six damage as you are just thrown to the ground. Interesting. Eh, I, I take that in temp. Interesting amount of damage. <laughs> and I actually never got hit that fight. As that stops... Oh. That's a fucking first, isn't it? Actually, me either. I, I, <laughs> I, I, the only damage I took was that damn trap on the way to it. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Uh, no, it's okay. And by the way, uh, Lena and her friend are both collapsed to the ground as that happens from... And neither one of them made the reflex save either. Uh, but with that, the earthquake has completely stopped. And and Father Becker, that that I don't want to say gives you some relief, but any like stress and exhaustion that was remaining from that mm-hmm. kind of drains away a little bit at, at that moment. Um, but as you look up, much like Father Becker's gasp over here, it almost looks like the earth is gasping. But instead of gasping for air, you see negative energy being pulled in from the surrounding area and being sucked into the earth beneath your feet and then all around you as it's rushing its way in towards New Hope and the catacombs from which you just emerge. After a few moments of this with a final surge that causes the ground again to jostle you guys around almost as violently as before, but we're not going to do the reflex saves. You see negative energy erupting from the ground, almost in a volcanic-like eruption. Uh, Initially, you see a fountain of liquid negative energy just burst and hurl itself into the air. After a few moments, the fountains begin to solidify and forming a tall column. Not again. Uh, once again, now everything settles down. You see the dust settling, uh, and you have this almost monolithic column of negative energy standing before you. Uh, perched on the top of the column, you see a fearsome-looking winged demon uh, who is now surveying the land around him. Wisps of negative energy float around the creature, and its red-piercing eyes scan the area in which it can see, searching as if searching for prey. Uh, you also notice that about 100 yards to either side of the column is another column, and the other side of those columns is another column, stretching as far as your eye can see, forming a ring around New Hope. Atop each column is an identical creature, and floating high in the sky above the entire area rests a dark, unmoving cloud, casting the area in a dull gray shadow. You seem to uh, be looking at a demon-filled defensive picket that's going to challenge any who approach. It occurs to you that your situation here has suddenly become much, much worse. Uh, Captain Lena, she looks at you, takes a deep sigh, shakes her head, and she says, Lads, I don't think there's anything else we can do here. Let's get out of here. What do you say? Uh, get, get to the sea. I can provide transport. We've been running for like 15 minutes toward the water. Yeah, I think we're on board. <laughs> uh, so you reach the edge of the water, and uh, Father Becker, your head's pretty clear at this point. Mm. Um, and Lena's friend, she seems to be a, a little more coherent. And at one point there, they actually you know, give themselves a, a nice warm embrace, uh, you know, very thankful that each other is alive. They, they appear to be old friends. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, once you do reach like, the water... Like me and Haytham are old friends. <laughs> uh, Lena... <laughs> Lena... <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, Lena heads down the beach as though she's searching for a specific spot uh, that she does find easily. Uh, she motions for you to wait here as she dives directly into the water. After a couple of moments, she returns to the surface with a small pack. As, as she tells us to wait there, Haytham just like slumps down in the sand and lays down. Um, yeah, I mean, you can take a, a quick moment. Uh, she does come out, she opens up the pack and she pulls out, uh, a, a large ornate, uh, brass headpiece adorned with several valuable looking gemstones. Uh, then her and her friend, they come together and they begin, uh, casting a spell. You see them, you recognize this as some sort of a ritual casting, um, with, uh, Lena is doing most of the work, but her friend is helping her in some manner. Uh, after about a full minute of casting, she puts the headpiece on and you see that one of the gems is now glowing. Um, she looks over at you and she says, our ride will be long in just a few minutes. And she pulls out, uh, from the pack, several large pieces of rope, uh, with each with a, a black, each with a brass ring and a clip, uh, and hands you each one of these. Uh, just as you're beginning to, 
uh, puzzle out the purpose of one of these, about 40 yards off the shore, a gigantic creature erupts forth from the water. It has pale blue skin, flippers, and a very large mouthful of dangerous teeth. Wait just a moment, and I'll show you what it looks like. Is that a Kraken? <laughs> During all those, Hatham is still like, lying down, just groaning in pain. The whole time Alder is staring like at the demons. Oh, oh Jesus like Christ. Giant, Holy fuck. Giant no, that's, uh, dinosaur. That's a megalodon or some shit. It's like a giant dinosaur a, alligator thing. It's a, it is. It's, it's a tylosaurus is what it's called. Um, although you might not necessarily know that yourselves. Player. But it is it is thoroughly massive. This is this is an impressively large creature. Um, like leans his head up. Bloody hell, what is that? Hey, Thum, look, there's your sea beast you wanted. I'm too fucking tired for a sea beast at the moment. Lena and her friend immediately dive into the water, swimming towards it. As they get next to it, it dips its head into the water so they can climb on its back. She takes one of the larger pieces of rope uh, that is essentially kind of not like lassos it, but works its way around the neck of this beast, clips it together, grabs her rope, clips it around her waist, and clips it into the big ring on the main rope. Quickly now, she says, I can't control this thing forever. Hop on. Well, all right then. Yeah, I mean... Asherian turns towards, like, the pillars of sin that are going on over there and just kind of says to himself, I'll find what they've done to you in Thiel. And then runs over towards the dinosaur thing. God. Um, So it's not much work for you guys to swim out, but I know you're already exhausted, so you're able to swim out. Uh, The creature lets you onto its back, and uh, you guys are able to clip into this ring around... Uh, around, kind of around its neck area. Um, right at sandworm style? Just about. Mm-hmm. Uh, with that, Lena, uh, she looks at you. Um, she says, gentlemen, this isn't going to be, be an easy ride, but it'll be fast. Um, and with that, the, the great beast takes off with a forceful thrust that pushes you back against your ropes. Uh, you hang on for dear life as the assault of wind and waves begin to beat you endlessly. After a few minutes of this, you notice that Alina uh, and her friend have managed to stand up, uh, put their feet on, and kind of hold back against the ropes, uh, which helps keeps their head above the worst of the waves and the spray. Um, and they have big smiles on their face. They seem to be enjoying this portion of the ride. I'm going to try to do that, too. I'm trying All to right. Yeah, what's the, what's the check for it's that? It's an acrobatics check. Oh, well, then I'm screwed. How about I just muscle it? Mm. How, about, how about athletics? How 25. Just... 25 gets it. 15. Uh, 15 is not enough. Yep, looks like I'm rolling around like 20. an idiot. 20 gets it. Hatham is just like... Nah. He, no, yeah, Hatham is too exhausted at this point. All right. One <laughs> one HP. So, <laughs> that that wow. I had seven when that when I got hit with that six from the, from the earthquake. So Hatham is just like laying there as still as he can. I can heal so, you, but I can't now while I'm on the back of this thing. This, um, for those of you who manage stand, so Alder and Asherian, it's not so bad. Uh, it's it's tiring. Like you, this is work uh, to be standing up there like that. That like you are using every muscle in your body to try to stay standing and keep because this thing is just powering itself through the waves. It, it's not even. This is not a gentle glide. You think maybe if this creature was submerged, it might be much more elegant uh, as it slides through. But trying to remain up on the surface like this, it is just powering itself through the waves. Uh, but you managed to up top. But it is. I mean, even then, you're still getting beaten by spray. Uh, I've gotten sea legs. I've been in a storm before, you know. Yeah, it's it's pretty rough. This is this, but uh, Asherian or not Asherian, but uh, Hatham and Father Becker, you guys are getting the shit beat out of you. Mm-hmm. The waves, the wind, smacking up against this creature, holding on for dear life. This is just, I mean, it's almost like being held down and beaten to a certain uh, degree. Father Becker thinks I can't help but think it's been a hard day. Yeah, this is a. Uh, this is not pleasant at all. Father Becker's terrible, horrible, <laughs> no good, very bad. Yeah. <laughs> and unfortunately, this goes on for a full hour, mm-hmm. oh. just seeming forever. Now, uh, Father Becker and Atham, it probably feels like a lot longer than that mm-hmm. for you guys. Asherian, uh, while during at some point during this hour, like probably probably towards the later half, while they're he's standing on the ropes hold, holding on, he kind of turns towards uh, Alder and yells over, "Good God, is it?" This what this what you have to deal with on a boat? Yes, I have a lot more respect for Nathan and, now. And and to be fair for you, Alder, uh, well, although you have been in some pretty rough storms, this is brutal for you. You're like, ooh, geez, this is like rounding Cape Horn in yeah. a hurricane type brutal. Uh, but you've seen pretty bad. But you're like, no, you, you know, you just shrug it off. No, no, I've dealt with this before. At, at this point, it's a pride thing, yep. though. Like, mm-hmm. oh, absolutely. But you're thinking, man, a ship would have broken up in this. 
Well, that's probably what happened the last time Alder was in something like this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, but eventually, about an hour later, the, the beast slows and moves itself back inland, uh, re- gets to some shallow water, uh, and comes to a stop. Uh, with that, Lena quickly unlatches her ropes and pulls it. Uh, into the road, gentlemen. The bond is weakening. And as she turns to look at you, you saw that gemstone that was as glowing brightly is now very faintly growing. And the, the creature is nowhere near, seems nowhere near as docile. It is a little more thrashing. It's gritting its teeth. It's looking at you guys, um, salivating a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Lena and her friend jump off and swim to shore as quickly as they can. Not today, beastie. And I grab uh, Haytham and we, we start swimming as fast as we can. So you guys make your way uh, to shore. Uh, you guys are all at this point fatigue, and uh, even Alder is a little seasick. Some of you, uh, Haytham and Father Becker, are probably pretty seasick at this moment. Blah, yeah. blah, blah, blah. And you all are just exhausted and beat to hell. Um, now, if you had to guess, looking at your landmarks, because you know you passed your way through uh, what would be the island chain that rings that area, you think you probably made at least 50 miles or so. Mm. North? Uh, no, you went east. So, How, What's that not? Oh, so we're like in the island chain. Uh, you guys are just past it. So you guys went from here. You're somewhere over uh, in this area. Oh, okay. So you guys made it all the way through there pretty quickly. Uh, definitely out of the way. Yeah, so Haytham definitely probably does immediately gets off of that thing and just vomits. And, and he looks, he just looks rough, like bru- bruised on the forehead from falling, mm-hmm. somehow singed and wet. R- Richard, yes. excuse me, seeing that, Father Becker will go over to him and try to kind of look at him like, not sure he's fully, okay, that's right, you're my friend Haytham, I got it, I got it. Um, you need help. See if there's any spell still left in me. Uh, I mean, I, did you have a normal one left? I had a heal at yep. first level right. left uh, there, and I, uh, uh, well, I'll just do it from from distance, and uh, sorry, take uh, max back sixteen. Now, Ooh. Father Becker, it works, mm-hmm. but it it was it was, it was the effort. It took a lot more effort, a lot more strain, and it was much more difficult to reach that connection with your God mm-hmm. than you normally do. Okay, um, so it, it's it's troubling to you how difficult that was. Uh-oh. <sighs> But, oh, thank you. So uh, even Lena and her friend kind of collapse on the beach for a moment as they sit down, taking a moment to recover. Uh, as soon as they get there, the beast swims off into the ocean. And after a minute or two, she removes the, the headpiece, which is now completely uh, stopped glowing. Uh, and, you know, she's caught her breath. And uh, she looks over at, at Alder says, Well, how is it you know my name? I'm Alder Bill at Smythe III, Duke of Calvin. Head of the Golden Fleet, Lord of the Red Sand Shores. We're friends of your father. My father? Yes. How are you friends with my father, and how did you come to be here? Well, we're certainly not his employees, so I'm choosing my words carefully there. We're his acquaintance. We agreed to take this task on to find you. What task? Find you. Find me? You. Oh, that man is so frustrating sometimes. I agree. Frustrating in that he worries for your safety? He is my father, though. Well, you found me. Now what? Well, we're supposed to bring you back to Port Hallbeck. Hmm. Well, I would need to end up there at some point, but uh, I'm afraid I have a much more urgent task that I must attend to. And it was my original mission. Oh, to warn the port? Oh, no, that was where I got sidetracked to. Uh, I originally had another mission before I found out about the oncoming onslaught. Uh, so I turned to try to go warn my father, and, well, let's just say I failed that one. Lost my ship, even. It's not been a good few weeks for me, uh, but... The port shares your sadness. And there's a load of that going around. So how did that play out? We beat them off, but there were cost. You, you did what? <laughs> did I stutter? <laughs> so the port still stands. Many casualties. It stands tall, but yes, mm. it has been wounded. Yeah, well, my father, he, he has many tricks. I knew he might be able to withstand... Even such a force arrayed against him. He had, he quite had a help. Bit of help. We blew up a ship. You oh you did, huh? That's that's shame. I'm in need of one. Yeah, well actually ended up two. That's right, two of them. I took out two of them. Technically three, actually. I mean if you count the He'll, one we blew up. At that point Alder will give her the rundown of the battle and what happened. Uh, she listens fairly intently. Um I don't want to say that she's uninterested, 
Uh, but at the same time, she almost seems a little preoccupied. But she is listening. Not, she's not being rude by any means. What is your mission that you were deterred from? Yeah, what, what is your mission? Is it more fishy business? Really? She, I'm sorry. She, I was trying to lighten the mood. She, she stops and like eyes you all. Not necessarily warily, but she's kind of you know deciding what to do. You know, hmm. if we're lying, we went through an, a lot of trouble in order to maintain it. No, gentlemen... I, I I believe you. Uh, this this stinks of my father in many ways, but uh, no, I think I think maybe you can be you can be of some help. Uh, Another side quest. A moment. I feel strange. You don't look so great. Your faculties have come back a little bit, but uh, there was a moment there you almost looked like you didn't know who I was. You kept claiming I was dead. Yeah, I was dead, but a long time ago. Then that's not you. No. I don't. I, I have memories. I'm pretty sure I'll be dead in the future, not Things the past. happened a long time For ago. For all we know. So, uh, Lena, she's like, okay, fine. Gentlemen, uh, I don't believe I got your names. They're Alder Billet Smithy. Yes, I've got... Smithy. Oh, Smithy. It's easier Smithy. just to write it down if you want to remember all of it. Mm, probably not going I to I have happen. cards, but they're wet. <laughs> Don't worry, he'll say the full <laughs> thing every time he meets someone new. You'll get the hang of it pretty quick. That's not true. Sometimes I hold a little back. Uh, uh, your name? When? Uh, when we're infiltrating cultists. <laughs> Asherian, once again, like he did with the fishman before, uh, heels together, toes apart, and he puts his... He makes a fist and then puts it over his heart and says, uh, Captain Asherian Davenport of the Australian Army. A uh, military man. That ex- explains why my father likes you. Um, well, if we're including titles, then uh, Professor Haytham Hallwood, PhD. A, a professor? Wait, you're a, a professor? L- a learned man. Well, a doctor, I that technically. Had, right? I thought that had, well... Wouldn't you give out the professor when you became a doctor? No, mm-hmm. a professor is a job title. PhD mm-hmm. is a degree. Oh. I get to do both. Do you? I've heard that uh, about you. And I'm still one title short of yours, so I'll I have to come up with something soon. I can't imagine there's many scholars around the area. You could be useful. And uh, the good father over here, there seems to be much mystery surrounding you. No. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> I am Father Becker. Uh, pleased to make your acquaintance. Father Becker. So curious. Uh, as you know, my name is Lena Clay, although uh, most people just call me Captain Clay. And uh, this is my friend, Kayleen. She is one of my oldest and dearest friends. And uh, I was actually on my way to meet with her family and uh, the rest of her clan. You see, she belongs to the shepherds. Mm -hmm. They are, at this point, neutral in this conflict, but I'm afraid that uh, with things uh, the way they are, we could really use their help. And I think maybe you can help me convince them. How did a pirate civil war end up going about? Well, let's just say that uh, several of the pirate fleets believe they have claim to Faradon. Why? The whole bloody continent. Uh, if, if I'm being honest with you, I don't exactly know. They claim to be descendants. A lot of people are descendants, though. But uh, they mostly There's say that it claims... There's very to... few people who can claim to be descendants of Faradon. I agree. I'll tell you what worries me the most now that I've seen what I've seen... How many times they use the word calling in their arguments? You see, they tried to persuade everybody to unite. And that's what kind of led to the Civil War. They wanted the pirate nation to reclaim. So they were called back to the land, so to speak, Uh and uh, made some of us a little nervous. I can tell you that my sister fought valiantly against it. And that's uh, that's why the Clay Fleet has its own coalition. But the Shepherds, who are dear friends of mine, they are neutral, but I, I don't believe they... They can remain the same if we wish to win this war. For if, if, if the pirates do go back to Faradon, I, I think it's going to end poorly. Whatever is happening there, they will not help. They will only hurt. You know that, that phrasing, calling, that's what those cultists all said. They said they had a calling, not a compulsion or a, a desire, but a calling. They sure did. I was amongst them for almost a week. And the sheer number of times they referred to that, well... That's why I knew I had to get my friend out as soon as I discovered where she was. Not a coincidence, I don't think. No, I don't. Calling. I've been working on this escape plan for a long time. It took me almost of the week to discover that she was even indeed one of their prisoners. Well, good bloody job getting in there. You did it a little more covertly than the rest of us, I'd say. Well, I was by myself. I had fewer options. I was fortunate. Apparently a distraction came along at exactly the right time. 
Oh. There can be no neutrality when Gilgamesh is involved. I think if we could convince the shepherds how how evil this is and how bad it would be. The pirates belong to the sea. They don't. Re- they shouldn't return to the land. I believe maybe with what you know and what you've seen, you could help me convince them if you're willing. Well, regardless, your plan requires a ship, and the closest one will be at Port Hallback. Oh, uh, not exactly. Uh, I can send transport back to you, but uh, Kayleen and I, we can make our way out there. I should be along shortly. We would prefer to complete our mission. The shepherds are closer. You see, they, they've gathered near here. It's not a coincidence I'm in this area. It was also not a coincidence that Kayleen was in this area, unfortunately. If they have any high-level spellcasters, a message could be sent to her father. Also, I don't think we had a particular time limit. Then, I'm, then we'll make you a deal. Mm-hmm. We'll go help you with your problem if you help us with ours. And that would be? Returning you to port so we complete our mission. Oh, yes, yes. If uh, we are successful, I'm sure the shepherds would be more than willing to escort us. Uh, they make pretty good escorts most days. I see. Also, I think these shepherds could be a valuable ally to the port, don't you think? Oh, a tremendous enemy. But they're not the first pirate fleets we're at war with, so... Oh, the shepherds are... Perhaps I misread that. Wrong. They're neutral at the moment, which means they... they could go either way. Are they pirates? Yes. Yes. I thought that they're, was a circle of druids or They're something. a different breed. Oh. Well, so point, the, point the still fine, stands. Are they the fine what, what, what you know of the, the shepherds, they, they don't worry so much about the piracy aspect of it, although they really are pirates. Uh, they can they see themselves as more protectors of sea creatures. Um, so yeah, they fuck up whale boats. Oh, they're modes. green peas. Yeah. Yeah, they, they, in a way they are. With krakens. But yeah. Oh, so nice. If they, if they feel like nations are overfishing... Or, you know, generally being destructive. That's when the shepherds descend upon them. Uh, you know, except, yeah, they'll go after straight up whaling fleets if need be. And so on. So they're going to do a lot of traditional piracy where they're just taking your stuff. Uh, you know, they're one of the smaller fleets. Uh, but they, there's a reason why their crest is a kraken. You ever heard of Port Iverson? No, I have not. There's a reason. Oh, Offended them in some way and therefore mm-hmm. no longer with us? Yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. the, the rumor is that uh, they can summon sea creatures to fight for them. Good. Good. That could be useful to us. If only we could get them on land, pull down towers of negative energy, and fight <laughs> demons that perch atop them. That would be a plus, wouldn't it? Yes, it would. And about that time, you guys hear some chittering, and you look out a little ways into the water, and you see a pair of hippocampi have emerged from the water, and uh, they're chittering. And Lena's just like, oh, yes, uh, I believe our rides are here. If you gentlemen would just continue heading down the beach, I should be able to return by morning with enough transport for all of us. Oh, excellent. Well, we'll go as far as we can, which means we can probably stagger on about 10 more feet before we collapse. I understand. Uh, the further you get down, the easier it will be for me to get to you. The, the, as you can see, the, with the shoals and the shallows here, it might be hard to get transport this close in. So if you get a little further down, it spreads out more, and the water gets a little deeper as we get further away from the island. So even a couple of miles would make a big difference. We'll do, we'll, we'll do the best we can. Alder goes to shake her hand mm-hmm. and palms or something. Okay. She, Actually, two things. She she nods very knowingly oh, and very yeah. stealthily. By the way, uh, do do we get to know on Mike what that is? Or are you going to tell uh, me? Later? So it's the ring. Okay. Uh, and then it's a small clay stone. Okay. And then that's all I'll say, unless Perfect. like she looks at it on Mike. No. Um. She she takes a quick glance. Actually, you notice that as she turns away, she glances down so that it's hid from hidden from view from the others. So essentially, um, you talked about how clay feet officers had like little clay vases. Mm-hmm. However, it's in it looks pretty old mm-hmm. and it's a, like a clay chunk and it's got a commission date and then a name on it of the who commissioned the officer. Okay. And it's Jelana Clay. She's like, "Gentlemen, I should see you just after morning then if we are able to make good time. Uh I'll we'll look down the beach. Hopefully I'll have friends with me. See you in the morning. Is this uh, place where we're at this island relatively safe? Can we uh, light a fire on the beach? You guys are on land. You're not out right. in the island. Um, I mean, it's as safe as anything that you know. You made good distance from New Hope. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, like I said, you're 50 miles away already. Hopefully that distance yeah. in a very short period of time will make some difference. But she didn't put us on like Velociraptor Island. Or not, not as far as you guys. Now, you guys are on the mainland. We are on the most dangerous the island in the entire world already. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, other than that. That's what I'm saying. I mean, <laughs> safe. I'm I mean, sorry. I thought we were on an island, a no, different island. No, fair no he's, she's moved you around into these okay. areas. Um, so you're kind of on the, the, the short beaches. I gotcha. 
uh, you know, as you're over here on this eastern tip, just below the island chain. And that's what, you, what she's saying is it's easier to get a ship in. And Alder, you would know this. To where you're at right now, you, you even a longboat rowing up there would be a little difficult. Uh, but as you go down, as you get a little further away from the island, you know it's got to deepen up just a little bit. But no big deal. She's just saying head down the, the beach a little ways. We'll find a good spot, like can't make camp, like go through the rations, see if any of them are, are worth eating still, and then, you know, camp down for the night, take watch. Okay. And everybody's I, tired. I mean, and it's really not a lot difficult to do so other than the fact that you guys are all thoroughly exhausted and worn out. Uh, but other than that, you're able to, to make camp without much trouble and uh, hopefully get yourself a good piece of night's rest. And uh, in the morning, we'll see what happens next. But that's going to be on the next episode of the Adventurers Vault podcast. Sleepover. Yay. <laughs> good times. I'm going to build a sandcastle. And then bury someone in it. <laughs>